Well, hello, this is Cody Riedel, and I'm the Communications Director with Carney E-Free, and this is the E-Free Podcast, and today I'm excited to have our next guest, Josh Pierce, with us today. Josh, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, Josh is a, a major volunteer within our E-Free Kids Ministry, and also is one of the hosts for our Family Experience Nights, which, if you don't know, FX, the next FX is on October 6th. And it's typically on the first Wednesday of every month, except for the month of January and only during the school year. So, again, <laughs> the first Wednesday of every month, except in January and only during the school year. So, <laughs> Yeah, there, it feels like a, a, a pretty limited scope when you say it all like that. <laughs> but it seems like a much bigger deal when it's all going on. And uh, you, you called me a major volunteer, which yeah. felt pretty special. That yeah. was pretty cool. And then you said one other thing that I was like, oh, wow, that, you're making me feel so good. So <laughs> thanks. And again, FX is the family experience, which is it's a family style service uh, for, for kids to come with their parents. Um, it's an interactive service. There's some fun games, some, some, some fun videos, and it's in the auditorium. There's also a free family meal right before FX at, at 530. Mm-hmm. Um, and the kitchen crew there always knocks it out of the park with a good wholesome meal. So right, and I think what people always say, "Oh, you do so much for FX," and I always, <laughs> I, I appreciate that. But I think the kitchen crew does so much more. I, I show up and I learn some lines, kind of. What I what I, <laughs> what I really do is I I learn the idea because it has a theme that we follow for the month sure. that that we follow for Sunday school as well, and when we're learning the idea then we get to kind of elaborate to the extent that makes the most sense to us and we we do stick pretty close to the script but depending on who's up on stage we see if we can get each other to break character and chuckle a little bit but always continue to uh, make sure we're we're helping people laugh and and learn but really guide them to the truth of the gospel and and learning about how much jesus loves us and things like that but again the kitchen crew, man, they're, yeah. they're doing way more work <laughs> than I am. That's how I feel about yeah. it. So, and I think that's a great thing that they offer. So you're not rushing for time, right? You know, you get home, you get off work between five and six and you're running around to pick up kids. And then you got to figure out what you're going to eat before you try to make it there at six thirty, And that's just impossible unless you want to swing by a fast food joint quick or something like that. And to know, Hey, we're, we're going to pop into the church. There's going to be food there for us. We get yeah. to sit around other people and, and talk and laugh and, and see our kids interact with other kids that they see in Sunday school that a lot of the time the people that see their kids, <clears throat> when they walk them downstairs and they drop them off in the room and mm. off they go. So they don't really see what we're doing downstairs. They don't see what people are learning down there and, and what people are teaching. And they don't get to see their kids interact with other kids here in the church. Yeah. So when we come to FX and we get to see our kids do that, just sitting around supper and then who we decide to sit next to in the auditorium, things like that, it really is for a lot of families the first time they get to see their kid interacting with yeah. other kids while they're learning about the Lord. And, and uh, it's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. That's a good point. Yeah. That's that's very cool. Um, FX has been going on for, I think, six years now. Wow. How did you, how did you get... <laughs> roped into this I have no idea <laughs> no, I so honestly uh, even before that my wife Brooke and I got married 11 years ago here in the church and Pastor Tim Peterson okay. married us and 
as we were going through the process of getting married, he said, man, I, I really think you should work with our, our eFree Kids ministry. And I said, oh, wow, that, yeah, that'd be great. I, by trade, I'm an educator. I got my degree in education from UNK here in town. And I have believed for years God created me to work with and help kids. Hmm. And <clears throat> I get to do that at the high school and college level because I teach at UNK. And I coordinate a program that I work with high school kids to help them with the transition from high school to college. Mm. And so there was a, a group of kids that, that I knew I was going to be working with professionally. And for some reason, this is, kind of, this is a little weird. I don't know why this has always happened, but it always has. Even when Brooke and I first started dating, we would be at Walmart just shopping, like looking at movies or fishing stuff, just whatever. And little kids that I had never met before in my life that I did not know would just run up and hug me. And their mom would like come running down the aisle. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I'd say, no, it's okay. And I told Brooke before we went shopping together the first time, hey, there's a thing that happens. <laughs> and, and she just kind of chuckled. She's like, whatever. And sure enough, it happened a couple times. And she said, wow, that is something else yeah. and I said I it's always been that way and I think it's because kids know hey that's a really big kid <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they see me and they're like he's like a six foot tall child so yeah. I've I've always enjoyed being able to connect with kids and laugh with them and and so Tim said you should be helping yeah and so it started I showed up he said you should sing for him in the morning <laughs> and and I showed up and I worked with Pastor Kent and auditioned. It was like American Idol. For me. <laughs> and I sang a handful of songs. And he said, yeah, yeah, see you Sunday morning. And I was like, oh, that, that was easy. <laughs> and I, so may, looking back now, maybe they just really needed help. I, yeah. <laughs> I think I could have just showed up and said, oh. hey, how's it going? And he said, yeah, see you Sunday. But I played a couple songs. And, and then it just turned into music. And then you're going to be the storyteller mm -hmm. on Sunday mornings. And then it was... Uh, you know, we, we've got other things going on around the church for children's ministry we want you to help out with. So we started helping with VBS over the summer, <laughs> made ridiculous videos, and and that was always so much fun. And then Pastor Kent came and said, we get this curriculum from Orange, and they're a group based in Atlanta, Georgia, and they write scripts for FX and, and Sunday morning structure for large group time and, and all of these things. And they put out great videos themselves. It was, it was really neat to see all that stuff. And he said, we're going to do a bigger thing. We're gonna, every month we're going we're gonna to do this show called The Family Experience FX. And, yeah. and he said, but we need a couple more people. And I said, okay. And back then, the script was a little more vast. There, there was more of a story behind it. And there was like this uh, ongoing like theme. the kids camp crew or something yeah like that. the the all in grandpa's workshop yeah. and, and the the clubhouse and, yeah, and those kinds house. of things so <clears throat> we did those things and kent said do you know anybody else that that you know is a is a good strong christian that would be interested in doing this and i was fortunate enough to have a couple really good friends who were strong christian men that also had better acting chops than I do that mm. <laughs> so Brady and Drake were were onboarded shortly thereafter because we needed parts for grandpa and Henry and or it is grandpa Henry it's been a while now but yeah. just all the different characters that that were on 
the stage for different things, and then playing those characters as they're telling the biblical story about what was going on. We had the opportunity to be different people from the Bible throughout different stories, and it's it's been really good to be able to do that. But I, I love that we get to work with and lead kids to the Lord mm. and help them laugh along the way. Yeah, and parents always come and say, "Oh, you make it fun for parents too." Thank you so you much. You do. And you I, well, you drop the the ref <laughs> the pop culture references <laughs> the nineties and the eighties. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> right. Well, thank you for noticing, and and we get to do that. But I get to do that with some of my very best friends, and between Kent and and Drake and Brady, it's and when Kylie did it too, it, it's just awesome. Yeah. To and and we've had some people move out over the years. Mm-hmm that have left the state probably because they were tired of coming to <laughs> FX and getting a better. No, I'm kidding. But the, the Hyatt's and David, when, when <laughs> the crumb dog was around, the crumb dog. it was always so much fun. And the night he left, like I remember being on stage and crying. I was like, Oh my yeah. gosh, he's leaving us. But he, uh, he played Vinny and Vinny had this really unintelligent vibe about him. It was kind of so, a Ke- Keanu Reeves, <laughs> um, uh, almost, Bill and Ted's. Yeah. And, and we're uh, talking about David Crubland, who d- was a intern long ago yeah. here at the church. Yep. And it, it was kind of like Spicoli to the <laughs> <laughs> uh, 70s. Again, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, but he talked like this all the time. Yeah. So, and every time he was on stage, he was that character. That was the only character he ever was. <laughs> so the night he was saying goodbye to everybody, I told him to just talk normally, use his normal voice, because my wife was under the impression that's how he sounded all the time. <laughs> and she wasn't really, that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> and he started talking, and you could just see a, a huge swab of kids out there just go, what? <laughs> like That's how he sounded. But he helped on Sunday mornings, too, sometimes. Yeah. So it was funny to to get to see that but it, yeah. yeah it's been a it's been a real blessing it's been a ton of fun and as much i'm air quoting work as we put into it it is it is significantly more fun than it is work and and we learn a lot doing it too so yeah. it's it's been a great opportunity so six years seems like yeah a, a so long time I guess, six years of fx and then how long have you been helping just with E-Free Kids? 11 years. 11 I, it, years. Like, like, okay, as yeah. soon as we got married, Tim was like, go down there and help. <laughs> Get down <laughs> so, there. Yeah, you hurry up, kid. <laughs> and so that's that's when I started doing that. And, yeah. and like I said, as, as much as maybe I've been blessed to teach a few people some stuff, over the, I've learned so much more doing mm-hmm. it myself. And, and yes, definitely about the Bible and about uh, ways to, to help kids find the truth in the gospel. Uh, just about people. I've learned so much more about people and connecting with kids in, in a really positive way and, and you know, just loving them where they are. Because yeah. a lot of the time that's, you know, I'm not saying they don't get it at home. I'm The vast majority of them do, but we get to show them home isn't the only place that mm-hmm. they are loved. And, and I think that's really important because yeah. ideally at school they're seeing that and other places, but they get to come here and without a doubt they see a huge group of, adults and other people that really love them yeah too. and i like you know it's it's love but it's also ch- that church can be fun oh and, yeah and the bible is interactive and, right and just the different ways that you guys present the stories and mm-hmm. stuff I, I think is really really valuable and one other right. thing i wanted to say before we keep going is you do such a great job of just um giving your attention to kids you know there's sometimes i notice you rushing through the the 
building, whether it's with your family or whatever, and a kid will be like, hey, Josh. And you'll, you know, you don't just have tunnel vision going (laughs) to where you're going. You, you know, whether, whatever you're doing, you take, you take the time to, you know, bump a fist with, with a kid or, or, or make eye contact. And so I, I just want to say, I just appreciate that about you. So thank you. Yeah. I, I, it'd be, I don't. I can't imagine not, doing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and, and just cause, uh, the, whether I'm at, at target, this is not a paid advertisement <laughs> or <laughs> church or, or at the park and, and I see like, I'm excited to see that kid too. Yeah. And so to, to feel that they're excited for whatever reason to see me too is incredibly flattering, but like, it's just exciting to see people. Yeah. And, and I think when somebody shows they're excited to see you too, that, uh, when I walked in this morning, I was wearing sunglasses <laughs> and uh, <laughs> to avoid the paparazzi. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I snuck in the back door under a sheet and uh, Pastor Scott was there and, and he said, oh, you look like a rock star. And I said, I feel that way every day. This is a joke. <laughs> but if you can make somebody feel like that, why wouldn't you? Yeah. You know, it takes so little effort to to be excited with your voice and say, hey, it's, hey how are you? Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's great to see you. Yeah, that takes so so little effort, and yeah. why not? So I mean, and God thinks you're a rock star too. Oh, God thinks we're all rock stars. Man, so. he does. He that would be <laughs> that'd be something, yeah. right? Because there are days when I guess I really don't feel right. like a rock star. But if I was really tuning in to what God thought about me, I'd yeah, wear those sunglasses everywhere. There you go, even at night. <laughs> so <laughs> bring in the, the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do, 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 do. yeah. Um, I guess when you're at the end of the night of an FX, mm-hmm. what do you, what's the goal or what's the hope for you guys for, yeah. for what families take away? I, I really hope it, and I hope this every Sunday morning too, when, yeah. when we're done with, with Sunday school or FX, I hope everybody, and when we were making videos at home during lockdown stuff, I would always say, I hope you learned something. I hope you laughed a bunch and I hope you know Jesus loves you. And while that's not necessarily orange curriculum like their slogan and that's not something kent says make sure you touch on these points yeah that's what i hope every time so on a personal level that's what i hope Mm. and i think from a a team standpoint we're really trying to lead people to the lord and we get to do it in a significantly more fun way than a lot of other people yeah (laughs) And, and we get to do it for kids and i think it's important to to lead adults to the Lord. I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be foolish to say otherwise. When you're an adult, you have a certain responsibility of your own. You have to take some onus of this. Like, let's spend some time in the Bible. Let's surround ourselves with other Christ followers. Let's ask questions when we have them. And let's equip ourselves with all the tools we might need to go out into a world that is not always safe for Christians mm-hmm. and not always a comfy place for Christians. So, yeah, it's important to do that with adults, but I think it's more important to do that with kids. And that's a personal thing Yeah, that the younger a kid is when they come to Christ and they begin to follow him, the more useful um, their time for themselves in the Bible is. The more useful their time in talking to and interacting and and leading other Christians will be. And and at the end of all of that, they're going to take more joy from doing those things because they know that's what we were created to do. Yeah. And so for people that have you know, waited 50 years to, to become a Christian, 
I think when they look back, they're probably like, man, I missed out on a, a great deal of joy in my life. Mm-hmm. And it was because I, whether it was pride or just stubbornness or uh, a lack of opportunity, I really do believe they would look back and say, oh man, I missed out on this. Cause I, I was, both of my dad's parents were pastors. Mm-hmm. And so I was born into a Christian home and getting to see them, uh, lead people to the Lord. And then, uh, my mom's parents were good, strong Christians too. And, and my grandpa on that side, uh, was a, a large boisterous human being. And, and he was, uh, just unashamed of his Christian. It was awesome. Yeah. And getting to, to see that on a regular basis is, it was great. And, yeah. and from a young age, knowing like, Hey, this Jesus guy, that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. And, and then, um, you know, I'd, I didn't always do a great job of coming to Christ through things, and especially teenage years and through college. And I I wasn't in a church that I felt like I really belonged or a church that really welcomed me. And uh, then when Brooke and I started dating, we are like, hey, we need to find a church we can attend together. And we came one time to E-Free. We didn't go to any other church, so we didn't really <laughs> sample. There was not a good sample size at all, but it didn't matter because it was the first time in oh, probably almost 20 years that the person up on stage was feeding my soul but talking to me personally. Mm-hmm. And there were 400 other people in the room, you know, or however many people. Yeah. And I was like, that dude is talking to me right now. And yeah. I mean, he could have looked me clear through my soul. Mm. Or he could have been looking at a wall, but the stuff he was saying, I was like, man, this is what I needed to hear. And coming from the church that I had been brought up in after uh, uh, I was about eight or nine, uh, it was a, a totally different thing. So we came here one Sunday and we've come here ever since. <laughs> yeah. And came here one Sunday and then they asked you to go downstairs. <laughs> yeah, and they said, you go downstairs and help. We saw that kid hug you. <laughs> you go do stuff now. <laughs> and, oh. and it's never like that. Yeah. You know, it really, it, any time. And I just want to say that the downstairs <laughs> is is awesome. Like, Oh, you can't imagine. I, I'm joking here. Like the paint, the paint on the wall, the color. <laughs> Everything. It's, it's really great. Yeah, the down stage the downstairs. Low, is, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. And, we have a little tech room and, and yeah. I get to sit back there and, and goof with stuff and, and we have tons of fun music and a big space for kids to play. But even the, the classrooms for the small groups, I air quoted again, yeah. that's a <laughs> useless thing to Classrooms. do. Classrooms. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The rooms in there, are the stuff on the walls, fun. there's a good space to learn and, and yeah. everything you need is down there. So if a kid has a question about... Um, you know, anything you're, you're working on, you can pull them aside and talk to them. And maybe you're not comfortable doing that because you don't know the answer. That's okay. Yeah. They're, they're okay with you not knowing it. But just pins and paper and markers, colors, and, and the things that you need to lead a good lesson are already down in your classroom. Yeah. Classroom. The <laughs> small group room. Either way, yeah. I'm a teacher. We talked about this. That's right. Uh, so it is an awesome place. It's a lot of fun. And as much as I love being upstairs and, and hearing the message from whoever's given us the message on, on Sundays, I, I just, I love the being downstairs that the kids ministry is so much fun and, and you get to laugh with little kids and, and you get to, to see them as like the light comes on mm. and not always cause we're, you know, just pounding the, the Bible story like, Oh, this is what you have to know. Yeah. 
But just as you're talking about how much other people matter and taking initiative and not being selfish about things and helping around the house and being kind to your little brother or your little sister, and then you kind of see them soften to the idea that, yeah, golly, just as sure as Jesus died for me, he died for my little brother, even though my little brother drives me crazy sometimes. (laughs) And, and, you know, uh, Jesus died for the kid at school. That's not always very nice to me. So I need Mm -hmm. to be kind to him too. Yeah. It's good to see those, those lights click. Yeah. I love it. How do you apply? I mean, we talked about Sunday mornings and FX, but I guess for you personally in your family, how do you apply the gospel to to your your boys during the week so uh, kind of what i was just saying yeah right a lot of that but we we live in a cul-de-sac we live in a great neighborhood and and there are a handful of people throughout the neighborhood who don't regularly attend church and might even be somewhat resistant to it i've had a, a couple of those dads come up to me and say we really want our son to spend more time with Archer and he's, he's so much more kind. He's so much more fun loving than so-and-so in the neighborhood, so-and-so. And I would just love if my kid would spend a little more time with Archer and Archer's eight, you know, so that's, it's almost like a lot of pressure. (laughs) Yeah. But we really do concentrate on trying to be a positive light to other people Mm. because maybe they're not, they're not getting all they need. They're not getting fed all they need to be fed spiritually. So we aren't, you know, knocking on doors saying, Jesus loves you. Yeah. But when we're playing basketball with the whole neighborhood and there's, you know, eight or ten of us outside at the end of the night and we're picking everything up and say, hey, love you guys. Jesus loves you too. See you later. And, yeah. and just simple things like that. But mm-hmm. that's f- from a neighborhood standpoint. From a, in, a, in the closed confines of our own home, we – we have scriptures up on the wall and we do devotions and we talk about the Lord regularly and we, we pray together on a regular basis. Mm. Of course we pray when, when we're eating and we, we pray when we're going to bed and Finn, our four year old every night says, uh, when we're praying, he'll interject in the middle of the prayer. Doesn't, there's nothing <laughs> systematic about it, but out of nowhere, he'll say, thank you for first responders and Christmas decorations every, <laughs> every single night. And in that order. <laughs> yes, always. <laughs> and, and he'll bring it up when we're praying before lunch or something too. Like oh. he throws that in there. First responders and Christmas decorations, it's, that's which awesome. are things to be grateful for, <laughs> yeah, for definitely. sure. And, and so it's funny to be, able I mean, to it's almost October. You, Christmas decorations will be coming well, out. Soon. That's so funny because <laughs> I, I'm, I listen to Christmas music 12 months a year. Do you? Like there's, oh. there's no reason in my mind, <laughs> like you can't tell me I can only listen to music to celebrate the birth of my Lord and savior yeah. for 25 days a year. That's ridiculous. <laughs> so, <laughs> We, we really do try to concentrate on that and treating each other with kindness mm. and, and having grace and, and making sure at the focus of our lives there, there is a, a God and a creator who sent a son to die for us because we're imperfect. And through that imperfection, we, we have to allow for grace from other people. Mm. But we also have a responsibility to lead other people to the truth. And as the boys continue to get older, because that's how time works, <laughs> we we hope they they take up you know a little bit more of the mantle as as they're gaining confidence in that stuff. But yeah, uh, we we really do try to pray a lot, and we really try to be uh, a positive example of of Christ loving 
family members to one another and to the people uh, you come in contact yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, that's how we do it. Yeah, awesome. Well, Josh, I really appreciate you coming in. Is there anything else you wanted to add about FX or kids ministry or? I yeah, just real quick. Yeah. FX is rad. You should yeah. totally come. <laughs> and it is for families. I don't care if your kid's sixteen. If you come with your kid, they're gonna laugh and you're gonna laugh yeah. and you're gonna learn something. Yeah. And as far as next gen ministries, kids ministries, helping downstairs, I touched on it just a bit ago. Mm. I think a lot of people have a hesitation with helping hmm. because they're like, oh, a kid's going to ask me a question or I'm not going to know the answer. Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> <laughs> That's, it's not just about the Bible that they're going to ask you questions you're not going to have the answers to. It's way worse. <laughs> but you should come anyway because it's awesome. Yeah. And, and there are things that if you – and I'm not taking a swipe at Pastor Adrian. I absolutely love him. But I'm, and I'm sure he would say this too. There are things about the Bible he doesn't know. Hmm. And there are things about the Lord he just doesn't understand. So if I were to ask him things, I could stump him too. Yeah. So if an eight-year-old comes up to you and says, hey, what about this? And you don't know the answer, it's not important whether or not you know the answer. It's important that you surround them with love and you show them they matter. Yeah. But also, you can talk through it together. And yeah. they ask you one Sunday and you say, you know what? I don't know, yeah. but I'm going to do some looking. I'm going to try to figure it out. And that's when you also learn something valuable. Yeah. So again, it's not just about teaching kids, it's about what you're gonna learn too and how you're gonna equip those kids and how you're going to be better equipped to go out into a world that is not always comfy for us Christians. Yeah. So you you have everything in your little Christian utility belt and there you go. To <laughs> to defend your faith in a in an intelligent way yeah. and in a meaningful way. So uh, and even just a relationship being built where the kid feels safe enough to ask the question. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a it's a really important thing and and it happens quicker than you think. Yeah. Uh, like you're going to be down here two weeks and you're going to go, gosh, I just love these kids. Yeah. <laughs> and and they're going to feel the same way. So yeah. then next time you're walking through Target, they're going to run up and hug your leg. So, yeah. you know, be ready because gotcha. it, it's coming. But yeah. uh, So that's what I would say. If you can find a, a spot to volunteer and you know, you know, God's put it on your heart to, to serve uh, the next generation of, of Christians who statistically – they're brought up in the church, and when they leave the home, they, they end up leaving the church for a while. The the more young kids we can show Christ is the truth, and, and this church is going to continue to lead into that, uh, I think the better we're serving our community. Yeah, so mm. That's good stuff. Josh, thank you so much again uh, for coming in. Again, uh, FX is October 6th. The next one is coming up here pretty quick, and then uh, first Wednesday of every month. And, yeah. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Yeah, do good and do it well. We'll see you.